Are you ready to trust your intuition to guide you into growing a successful business and living a hell yes life? Everyone has greatness within them, a spiritual vision to share with the world. Each week, we'll be talking about how to use your intuition in both your business and everyday life, so you will stay fully connected to your dharma or purpose. Now, here is the host of Find Your Hell Yes with intuitive business coach, Candice McKinn. Hello and welcome everyone to this week's episode of Find Your Hell Yes. I'm your host, intuitive business coach, Candice McKim, and I am super excited about this show and especially about our topic today. One mouth, two ears, do the math. Actively listening is the best gift you can give another person. We have one mouth and two ears for a reason. So listen twice as much as you speak. When you are around someone who actively listens to you, you'll feel truly heard and validated by a really smart person. When you speak, you're regurgitating facts, opinions, and ideas that you already know. When you listen, you're learning something new. Do you want to feel like the smartest person in the room? Hell yes! Then listen. In this show, I'm going to be teaching you the skills to uh, to active listening to enhance daily negotiations with your clients, your team, your partner, or a toddler. As an intuitive business coach, I coach women to move away from hiding and playing small into creating an inspiring life and dream business by learning to follow your intuition into a successful spiritually led life and business. I'm also a speaker and an author, and I've been speaking about intuition ever since I wrote my book, Yogini's Guide, Intuition is a Choice, because sometimes we follow our intuition and sometimes we don't. As well as I created a deck of Oracle cards, Yogini's Guide to Intuition. And this morning I pulled us a card and it's legs up the wall. I always like to pull a card before the show and it's Vaparita Karina and the words are nurturing and healing. So it's about you, you lay on your back and you put your legs up against the wall and it's a really, it's a great opportunity to relax and uh, heal. We call this posture in yoga, the chicken soup of yoga, even though most of us are vegetarian, but it's, it's the posture that will heal anything. It relaxes your mind, calms your mind, calms your body, calms your breath. So we're going to be referencing this, but later in the show, I'm going to be drawing three cards for you for your week. And if you are listening live, please join into the chat room and put in the comments, body, mind, or spirit, and I will draw you a card later in the show. Plus, I am so incredibly thrilled to invite you to uh, a new incredible summit that I have created, Clarity Confidence Connection Summit. And I created it with two other badass women, soulpreneurs, and together we we were we got together and we were talking about the pain and the suffering that we see women going through these days and we thought we needed to do something about it and so what we've been seeing over the last few years all of us are coaches and entrepreneurs soulpreneurs and what we really were noticing and what we realized is that even though so many women pivoted and did what was necessary in their lives and businesses during the pandemic and during the last few years, the consequences have been very, very high. Um, There's been a shift in confidence as women changed the way they did business and life. There was more confusion all around what uh, making the right decision for their families, how do they support those they love and not lose themselves in the process. We noticed um, that a lot of women are wondering what is their next step and are feeling disconnected 
and a lack of connection at, um, you know, you know, yes, they're on online meetings. Yes, we're doing Zoom and doing sessions, but still feeling really disconnected from each other. And also health challenges arising, lack of motivation, lack of peace, feeling isolated. So we decided, so we came together, the three of us, and decided to be a part of some change and transformation that we want the what we want to see in the world, right? So we created the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit. So it, please sign up where the link is in the show is in the show notes. But if you're feeling lost or unfulfilled, then the summit's for you. If you're wondering where uh, your passion and joy have gone, then the summit is for you. If you know that it's time to level up and get out there more and really um, ignite your business to that next level, then the summit is for you. If you're aware that there are more opportunities for you out there and you just aren't sure how to access them, I talked about that a lot when we connect our intuition, then the opportunities start to come to us. But we need to have support to access them, then this summit is for you. Um, and if you want more in your life, then this summit is for you. Hell yes, right? We all want all of that. So the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit is for all women or people who identify as women. It's uh, more than just a summit for business owners. There's a lot of speakers who speak on all different topics. Uh, we have over 60 speakers in the two days. And each speaker is bringing a gift for you plus if you buy the uh, VIP upgrade, then you get all the VIP upgrades uh, gifts as well, which is over thousands and thousands worth of dollars. The tickets are free and the link is in the, the show notes. And I also want to give a shout out because Inspired Choices Network is sponsoring our event, which we're very thankful for, as well as Christine McIver, Renchelle Van Bryce and Jackie Mott are all speakers at the summit. So hell yes, sign up right away. Okay, let's get started. So one mouth and two years, do the math. Okay, so I'm being a little bit sassy there. <laughs> Maybe a little rude, but it's just a... Um, it's just about listening more, right? And the beautiful and special art of listening is what we're going to be talking about today. And active listening is truly the best you, best gift that you could give another person. We have one mouth and two ears for a reason, reminding us to listen twice as much as we speak. Also, did you know that listen and silent have the same letter or all made or both have the same letters? So why do you need why do you feel the need to be heard, right? It's a part of who we are and it's, and it's um, being heard is like, it's like one of the most powerful motivating forces in human nature, if you will, right? Like just to be seen and heard. And that's how we define ourselves, sustain ourselves is being in conversation with other people. And the recognition of being listened to is the response from another person that tells us that our feelings, actions, intentions are meaningful and that it brings meaning to us. And I'm all about that, right? Like, how do we, how do we connect to other people and really feel meaningful that what we're doing in the world is supporting others and is, and is meaningful for other people? So when you speak, um, you're regurgitating, as I said in the, before that, you're regurgitating the facts, the information, the opinions, the ideas that you already know, 
right? And so when you listen, you'll learn more and you'll learn, um, you have the potential to learn more and to uh, learn something new. All righty. And so what I found is that I thought I was alone in this, but so many soulpreneurs, and again, I'm saying soul, S-O-U-L-preneurs. And what I mean by that being a soulpreneur is I connect to source. I, I uh, connect to intuition in my coaching sessions. I do chakra balancings. I use a pendulum. I use my Oracle cards. I look for signs. Um, I talk about the elements, earth, air, fire, water, and um, how they guide us. And so I bring all of that into my coaching sessions, right? And so as a soulpreneur or an empath, intuitive that a lot of us don't like small talk and coaches, right? We don't really like that much small talk. We like to go deep, right? And so we avoid, and though we want to grow our businesses, we want to um, put our, put, be out there more in the world, but we, we avoid going to networking events. We avoid putting ourselves out there and connecting with other people on a regular basis because we don't like small talk. And we don't know what to say. I used to get quite severe social anxiety, right? That prevented me from going into events and I would avoid them and I would get tongue tied, right? And didn't know what to say. And like I said, and especially as empaths, intuitives, coaches, spiritual healers, we, you know, how's the weather, you know, (laughs) or like, I don't even, I don't even know, you know, I don't even know what to talk about, right? At all at that level right and so I used to um, write out like questions of things or things to say or talk about before I would go to those events and I still do that but now it's it's so much more effective Um, so what I ask what I do now is and I connect um, I do a lot of connection calls in fact that's how the summit came about the clarity confidence connection summit came about is In this fall, I was just feeling that disconnect, right? I was feeling that that loss, right, of of being around people and going to events and speaking at events. And so I just, I set my intention that I was going to reach out and talk to five to seven people every week. And I did it for two months. So that was April and May. And so what I would do is I would jump on the call and I would say, tell me about your business. And it just opened up, right? And people would just start to tell me about their business. And the other thing that I know, noticed too, is that as an intuitive business coach, as a spiritual entrepreneur, as a soulpreneur, whatever you call yourself, that when you get introduced to somebody and they, you, you know, they, you tell them what they do, what you do, it just, it just gets shut down immediately almost, right? That I act that happened the other day. Um, we have new neighbors that moved into a house next door to us. And um, you know, I, I she was talking about where she worked and the company she worked for and and what she did for the company. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And then she said, So what do you do? And I said, Oh, I'm an intuitive business coach. And you can tell by the look on her face, she's like, Oh, okay. And and so and <laughs> turned to my husband, and what do you do? <laughs> right? Like, no idea. And so I find it as one of the most powerful questions 
It's because, because I don't get to talk about my business to the average person because people don't know what to ask me and I don't just start telling them stuff, right? Unless they ask or unless they're a little bit interested. And so when you ask another intuitive business coach or solopreneur, tell me about your business. It just opens the floodgates. It's like, oh, I get to talk about what I do. And it, and because we're so passionate about what we do, we really like talking about it, right? Like I love to talk about business and talk about what I do because I'm so passionate about it and I want to share it. So that is one of my tricks is when you go into social uh, networking events, going into social things to, to do that, to ask people, tell me about your business, right? And, and, and it just opens up the doors. And again, it's, you know, people remember not what you said, but how you made them feel. And I, when I heard that statement before, people remember what, not what you said, but how they, how you made them feel. When I, when I thought about that statement, I realized that when I go into social events, when I go into uh, groups of people, those are the people that I remember, right? The ones that had, we had the deep, meaningful, passionate conversations, the one, the people who um, did ask me about my business and we got to have these conversations about their business and my business. And what I found too, is that it, when you ask them, tell me about your business. And a lot of times when you're connecting with somebody, right, we're, we're making assumptions, right? We're like, oh, I'm not sure they're going to be that into this, right? Into what I do. And again, so wrong often, right? Like I believe it's really important for us um, to not, to try not to assume, right? Because what I found is that um, they actually are into into this, right? Into what I'm into, or they are, they, there's a part of them that is intrigued with the whole spiritual uh, business and bringing their spiritual vision into their business. And that we have more on common. What I found is that we had more on common more in common than what I had anticipated before we got on the call. And so, and what I also have found is that then they will talk about their business. They get really inspired, really juiced up and, and um, excited to talk about their business and they'll go for a little while and then they'll stop and go, okay, tell me about your business, right? So they'll go about 15, 20 minutes and then they turn it back to you. And that's when the really deep conversation gets to happen. And you get to then share about you and what you're doing. And that's where collaboration can come from. And that's what happened with Samantha Kaawa and Renchelle Van Bryce. And I, is that way, that's how we created the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit is because I met with Samantha. She talked about doing a summit. I talked about doing a summit. Then I met with Ranchelle and she said she was interested. So I brought the three of us together and we just made it happen. We just lit it up and ignited it into what it is now. And it's happening already next week. It's so exciting. All right. It's time for our first break of the show. When we return, we're going to be talking more about active listening and why it's important and how to do it. You're listening to Find Your Hell Yes with myself, Candace McKim on Inspired Choices Network. So when we return, we're gonna talk more about active listening. We'll be right back. Are you intuitive? We all have an intuition and it can be even more developed for you to access for your life and your business. Sometimes we follow our intuitive guidance and sometimes we don't. However, when you find your hell yes, it's impossible to ignore. 
Tuning in to find your hell yes with intuitive business coach Candace McKim, you will strengthen your intuition and then receive guidance and support to courageously follow your own intuitive hits. Listen for Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim. To participate in the program and have an oracle card read for you, join the live studio audience in the chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to info at candacemckim.com. Now, back to the program. All right. Welcome back, everyone. I'm intuitive business coach Candace McKim on Find Your Hell Yes. And today our show topic is active listening. And before we went to break, we were discussing how when you're in a networking event and you don't like small talk, ask the people that you're talking to or that you're meeting, tell me about your business. And it just opens up a floodgate of uh, information and uh, and conversation. So we're going to talk a little bit more about uh just some of the dynamics around conversation, right? The dynamics about talking and listening. Um, we're talking about when we're in a group, right? When you're in a group of people, um, quite often, sometimes you might be leaving and you're like, man, I didn't even get a chance to speak to that person or I didn't even get a chance to speak at all. Sometimes there's one person that takes over the whole conversation, one or two people, um, I noticed in group settings, a lot of times we'll split up. It'll be the men talking and then the women talking and um, just to have different conversations. Um, and then there's always, you know, then there's sometimes there's you have conversations or you're with groups of people and there's somebody who interrupts somebody all the time or interrupts people. And it's just that need that we have um, to to really be heard and to really be um, seen. And so offering this gift to other people is such, like I said, is such a gift to give them is to listen to other people. I uh, met this woman for the first time and we were going to go for a walk together. And when we met, it was just like, oh my God, we had so much in common, right? And we were just like, oh yes, we, you know, we have so much in common. And so we were, we went for this walk. And as we were going for the walk, we realized uh, how much we had in common. So we kept talking faster and faster. And as we were talking faster and faster, we're walking, we started walking faster, faster and faster. And then finally I'm like, whoo, we need to slow down here, right? Because as we talked faster, we were walking faster. And right, but how amazing is it to have somebody like that in our lives where we can that listen to us and that we feel heard. So here are some of the signs that you're not being heard. Um, when somebody dominates the conversation, 
like, you know, there's always people that talk, 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 and they often you, and they often don't listen or don't ask you questions, but they're using the talk, talk, talking as a defense mechanism. And often it's to avoid feelings, right? It's, it's that way of avoiding their feelings. And so they talk and um, as a coach, and I, I see this um, often in my clients, I call it air conditioning, right? That sometimes when you get on a call with somebody, maybe they're a little nervous, maybe they're um, a little, I don't know, you know, yeah, in a coaching session, they come in sometimes a little bit nervous, not really sure what they're doing or sure they should be there. And I call it air conditioning and just letting them talk it out. I mean, I don't let them talk the whole hour, but I let them talk it out so that they can release that energy and then I'll ground them and bring them down into the earth so that they're grounded there and, and slowing their breath down. Um, and then alternately there's people that don't talk at all, which is a nightmare for a coach, right? <laughs> um, when you get a client who is like pulling teeth to get information. And uh, again, it's just, that's when, uh, for me as an intuitive coach, it's going into the energy of it. I go into the energy and um, and talk about where does this feel? How do you feel this in your body, even in business, right? And and yeah, and those people who don't speak, um, we want to hear what they have to say, right? You want to hear what they have to say, but they it's it's really about uh, providing that safety and that comfortability for them to share. Another sign you're not being heard is if somebody, if the person you're talking to doesn't ask questions. I remember um, about you and your life. I remember I was on a bit of a break with a friend and uh, we came back together and uh, we got on a call. And for the first 40 minutes of the call, she talked about herself. And then, and it was took 40 minutes into the call before she asked about my, me or my family. And I felt like it was, it was such a gift for me to give to her because she really needed that to share what had been going on with her and her life. And I feel like a lot of us don't have the capacity or a lot of people right now don't have the capacity to take on other people's information, right? They, they have so much going on in their lives already. They are dealing with so much on their own that they don't even have the capacity to, um, to hold other people's information and life. And I used to say that to people all the time. I can't keep up with my own schedule, let alone yours as well, right? Like, I'm sorry, like <laughs> I should have known that you were gonna be away that week, but I forgot because I can't, I can barely keep up with my own schedule, right? And I, I just do really feel like, um, and so it's, uh, so it's not, uh, so it's about not taking it personally, right? When people don't have that capacity to hold that for you, that's okay. Um, sometimes you're in, you're not being heard. If people aren't listening to your answers, they walk out of the room. <laughs> I'm giggling because my husband sometimes does that. And if you're listening, <laughs> you know, you do that because <laughs> I'll follow you. <laughs> um, but we all have that right to be, and he, he does listen to me a lot. I, I'm, not, I'm not calling him out. I'm just saying that that's a bit of a cue, right? But it is, it is all relationships are different, right? And so our relationship works the way it is. And, you know, sometimes uh, it might be my timing, right? Um, some of the ways you might not be heard is that your opinions don't count. They listen, but they don't act. 
right? That happens with children. Um, you know, you tell them to do something and they'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they don't act and they don't do it. So, you know, they're not, you know, that you're not being heard. Um, interruption, interruption is a big one. And it's something to be really aware of um, when people are interrupting that they have a really big need to be heard. And sometimes they need to um, take, to, to, to have that opportunity to speak. And for me as an intuitive coach to listen and to hear what they have to say and, but not being heard can show up as anger, trying to prove yourself to other people, right? You're trying to prove yourself to the world or some imaginary force that you are good enough because you're not feeling seen and heard, um, showing up, as I said, anger, like you want to scream at the world sometimes that, uh, Oh, just hear me and see me. Right. Um, another way it can show up is shutting down, not even bothering. There's no point even speaking, right. We you can even tell by my tone, how that shifted. I'm not going to bother speaking, right. It can show up as frustration, wondering what you're getting out of the relationship, uh, detachment withdrawal. And, um, so active listening. So I want to talk about active listening. So 90% of communication is nonverbal. So just take a moment, just take a pause here. 90%, 90% of communication is nonverbal. And you know that, you know that when someone goes, mm-hmm, or okay, like you can tell, right? Even when I, even just now when I said, uh, don't bother talking, like, why should I bother talking, right? You can tell with a tone, right? That is nonverbal communication. And since 90% of our communication is nonverbal, is nonverbal, active listening is very important and can be such a, can be so strong in healing and helping other people. And so when we're actively listening, you're not just listening to the words, but to all of it. And I remember um, when my children were younger as well, I, I read somewhere or heard somewhere to not listen to their tone, but to listen to the words. So yeah, to not listen to the tone, but to listen to the words. So if I said to my child, uh, go make your bed, um, fine, I'll make my bed. <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't too loud. Fine, I'll make my bed. Good. Thank you. I, I would really appreciate that would really make me happy that I would really appreciate that instead of, you know, reacting to the tone, right? And, uh, and like, how often have we done that? How often do we, you know, if they'll say, fine, I'm going to make my bed, then instead of allow, allowing them to go make their bed, you react to the tone and things get blown crazy, right? And I remember telling this to one of my uh, clients one time, and she came back to me and said, Candace, that really helped me with, she had four kids. It really helped me with my children. She said that not listening to the tone, but listening to the words, it just like, okay, thank you. She just responded to the words, not to the tone and easier said than done. Believe me, <laughs> right? Believe me, easier said than done. But it's the same in relationships, right? Listening to the words and not the tone or asking about the tone when it's a, mm -hmm, yeah, okay, right? Then it's like, I'm fine, right? That's another one that, you know, there was memes all over, right? I'm fine, I'm fine. And um, 
when people weren't fine, right? And so then you do need to listen to the tone. So there's alternate, right? Listening to the tone or not listening to the tone. All right. So I'm going to share with you the active uh, listening techniques or the how to do active listening. And these really make me laugh. Um, because a few years ago, I was watching uh, Big Bang Theory. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen that show. It was a, a sitcom. I, I don't think it's on anymore. And there was uh, uh, a socially awkward person on a character on Sheldon. And the women were teaching him the women characters cast were teaching him how to do active listening and because he was going on a date. And so it always makes me laugh when I teach these because they taught them these exact same steps. So <laughs> we can all learn this, right? So to show that you are active listening, the number one thing is make sure that you make and maintain eye contact. And this is a cultural thing. Some cultures, they don't make eye contact, that it's a show of disrespect. So being aware of that, but uh, knowing your crowd, knowing your people that you're with, making eye contact is, is one easy way of showing that you're active listening. And even when you're on Zoom, um, looking into the camera so that you're making eye contact can be really powerful, right? When you're listening, when you're on the other end of it, it's like, oh, they're actually looking right at me. And even um, when you're in a group setting, I remember one of I was uh, one of my mentors. I was at a conference, and I um, I kind of stalked her at the conference. I took all of her workshops throughout the whole week conference, and uh, at the end of every conference, she would. Um, people would line up to talk to her and there would be so much going on. It's a big conference room. There's stages, mics, people, her, her people and a lineup of people, but she just maintained eye contact with that person the whole time and had a deep conversation with them. And I remember thinking, wow, that's amazing that she can do that in this environment. And so I practice that myself, that after I get off stage and when I'm in an event and uh, like I said, get off stage or finish a workshop and people are coming up to talk to me, I, I'm not as good at it as she is, I will admit, but I, I also try to stay there and make the calm, make uh, eye contact and stay there with her, uh, with whoever I'm talking to. And it can be so powerful right? Especially when there's things going on, you might, your eyes might start to look at different things. And though also we're going to go to break here right away, but when we come back, I'm going to talk about though, how as an empath though, my eyes do sometimes go up and go listening to source. All right. You're listening to find your hell yes with myself, Candace McKim on inspired choices network. And when we return, we're going to talk more about the steps to active listening. Uh, we'll be right back. Okay. Um, so also, <laughs> let me just carry on. So active listening too is as an empath, we look up, like I sometimes am looking up at source, I'm checking out uh, source and getting messages, right? And sometimes they're coming in so quick, I talk faster and faster and faster. And um, so then I, um, notice that I have to slow myself down. But it is sometimes that is that when I when I break eye contact with a client or with somebody that I'm talking to one on one is then I will it's because I'm connecting to source. And that 
um, that I'm getting messages and that I'm kind of listening to them, if you will, <laughs> like kind of looking up and going, okay, 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 getting the messages. All right, you're listening to Find Your Hell Yes with myself, Candace McKim on Inspired Choices Network. And when we come back, we're going to dive more into one mouth, two ears, do the math. We'll be right back. Are you intuitive? We all have an intuition. And it can be even more developed for you to access for your life and your business. Sometimes we follow our intuitive guidance, and sometimes we don't. However, when you find your hell yes, it's impossible to ignore. Tuning in to find your hell yes with intuitive business coach Candace McKim, you will strengthen your intuition and then receive guidance and support to courageously follow your own intuitive hits. Listen for Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim, Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim. To participate in the program and have an oracle card read for you, join the live studio audience in the chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to info at Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm intuitive business coach Candace McKim on Find Your Hell Yes. And today our show topic is active listening. So when before we went to break, I shared one of the steps of active listening. Now I'm going to go through the rest. But just a uh, reminder that I have been speaking about intuition Ever since I wrote my book, Yogini's Guide, Intuition is a Choice, as well as created my deck, Yogini's Guide to Intuition Oracle Cards. Oracle Cards. So please um, stay tuned for the uh, later in the show. I'm going to draw three cards for, for you for the week that you can take with you, that you can uh, uh, you know reflect on over the next week. And um, also, if you're joining live, put in the comments, body, mind, or spirit, and I will draw you a card. Plus, I am thrilled and excited to invite you to uh, the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit that I created with two amazing other women, Ranchelle Van Bryce, who is also has a show here on Inspired Choices Network, and Samantha Kaawa. And it is uh, an amazing, uh, it's going to be an amazing conference or summit. We have over 60 speakers all talking to badass women who want to break through barriers and create the success and the life and the businesses of their dreams. And there are speakers from all different types of walks of and areas of life. And you can listen to talks on relationships, on intuition, of course, on business strategies, on... Um, 
on nutrition, on health and wellness, on, uh, I was going to say business again, but we already did that. There's just so much there and it's going to be amazing. So please sign up. The show, the show notes has the link and the summit is September 8th and 9th. And I am super excited to say that uh, Inspire Choices Network is sponsoring. So that is also very, very exciting for us. Alrighty, let's get back to this topic about active listening. So I, before we went to break, I was talking about making eye contact and uh, looking at the person when you're talking. Um, as I said, I, uh, I sometimes will look up or look away when I'm getting messages or when I have uh, in, information coming to me. Um, another way of showing, of doing in, uh, active listening is showing compassion on your face. And so what, and that's like, yeah, of course, but I remember this happening is that you'd be talking to somebody and you're smiling and chatting with them, you know, and then all of a sudden, then they go in to start to tell you something more serious that's happening in their lives. And then I'll, I would notice that I would still have a smile on my face and I'm like, oh God, right. And then it's like, you know, <laughs> stop smiling, right. They're saying something, but it's like, it, I am listening, but it's like, it's still plastered on my face. So then it, but one way that you can show active listening is having compassion on your face and looking at the person and listening to what they're saying and showing your empathy and showing that you care through your face. As I said, 90% of communication is nonverbal. So making sure that you're having eye contact, nonverbal, showing compassion on your face is a nonverbal way of telling people that you're actively listening to them. The next one is nodding your head, nodding your head like you hear them, not in agreement, and um, just that you hear them, that you're just nodding, just a gentle nod, and then listening, and then nodding again. And I do this especially, or I see this a lot when I'm doing uh, Zoom sessions, when I have group my group coaching sessions, and I'll see certain people nodding because they're getting what I'm saying. They're hearing what I'm saying, and I really appreciate it, right? Not everybody's a nodder, but some people will nod. The thing you have to be aware about nodding, though, nodding, <laughs> nodding, is not to nod too much, right? Some people nod too much, and then what that does is it rushes the speaker, they think you're nodding because they're ready to talk. And then they talk faster and faster and faster because they want to get their things out. They want to get their, whatever they're saying, they want to get it out, right? So it's like nodding gently and not over nodding because it's rushing the person. Um, and then of course, leaning in, leaning in, making sure that you don't have your arms crossed. When you have your arms crossed, you're blocking the energy, right? You're blocking the person and um, showing that the person that you're, you know, it's again, it's a nonverbal communication. You could be angry, you could be frustrated, having your arms crossed. A lot of times we do it because we're cold, but being aware of that, that if you're cold, get a sweater, because if you're, you know, especially if you're coaching and working with somebody, you you don't want to cross your arms because it's blocking off. It's shutting you down that you're not receiving. You're not accepting. You're not. Um, yeah, you're not receiving the information or don't want to receive the information. So leaning in that that just that simple body language just leaning in and nodding eye contact. It's it's so powerful for somebody to be listened to. Do you know how many people in the world, children don't ever get listened to, right? We're on smartphones, we're distracted, we're busy, we are preoccupied, we have full lives, right? And so giving this to somebody else is huge. 
Um, so what you're putting out in your body language is huge. Um, and even taking up space, right? This is one thing I really noticed is that men take up more space than women, right? They, they spread their legs. They have their, they're allowed to take up more space. And that's a, that's a, that's a power move, right? That's nonverbal communication at its best, right? How men spread their legs and open up and uh, take up more space where women, they cross their legs, bring their arms together. They, they take smaller, they take less space in the room and bullshit. I say, hell yes to taking up space, hell yes to taking up space and not, you know, like you know, it's not ladylike to, to have your legs spread and to take up space. And I say, how yes, let's take up space and show that we are just as powerful, but it is a very powerful move, right? As men take up the space in the room. Alrighty. I'd love to know your feedback on that. So message me or put in the chat, what, how do you feel about that? All right, so many types of nonverbal communication or body language include facial expressions, right? We can be extremely expressive um, and convey countless emotions without ever saying a word. And it's through our, our you know, surprise, sadness, anger, all of that, right? Um, body movement and posture uh, is, shares, uh, you know, communicates a lot as well. Um, a lot of times, uh, young women, young girls, when they're developing, they will often start to hunch, right? They're closing off their heart chakra and they're, you know, they're hunching their shoulders or people who feel like, feel like they're too tall. Nobody's ever too tall, right? It's like, then they hunch, right? So that's body language, lower self-esteem. And then, and then as we, as we get a little bit older and more comfortable in our bodies, we open ourselves up and allow ourselves to be seen using gestures as we know right when you're driving don't use those gestures or do it under the dashboard <laughs> but yeah we have a lot of hand movements and a lot of um gestures that we can do with our hands touching someone's arm you know um one of my youngest son, he wasn't a real chatty, real talkative kid. And so just sitting beside him, you know, maybe sometimes putting my hand on his shoulder hand in his arm, hand on his leg, something like that, but just sitting beside him, just being quiet and silent, um, gave him that opportunity to, to talk and to share and to chat. And I noticed that it didn't take me much. It didn't take much but it, it just was that simple act of just sitting beside him, putting my hand on his leg and just sitting there and not even asking him questions, right? You know, maybe saying, you know, how are things going, but that's about it. Touch is a nonverbal communication, really, um, really important, right? Um, to communicate how we feel. And, you know, especially through the, you know, pandemic hugging, like, are we allowed to hug still? I had somebody say that to me the other day, they're like, oh, the last time we got together, we weren't able to hug, <laughs> you know, now we can hug each other, right? And then as I always already said, voice and tone is a huge part and then taking up space and creating a space that is inviting and inv uh, an environment that is really loving and, and can really communicate a lot as well. Alrighty. And being fully present, you know, again, so many of us are, um, are on our phones or on computers. And, and 
you know, I've been called out by the, like by my son, uh, my oldest son, uh, when they were still living at home that, oh, mom, you're on your phone all the time. And it's like, oh, wow. Okay. And it's about respecting that and going, okay, I'm off my phone right now. Let's talk, let's chat, let's communicate and putting the phones away. And, um, and, you know, our phones are important, right? They, they are a part of who we are and a part of how we communicate with other people, but active listening, when you want to give that gift to somebody, putting the phones away is huge. And with active listening, don't assume you know how they feel. Nod your head like you're listening, but you can't know how they feel. So don't try to assume that you know. You can share your own experiences, but only when they're finished talking and only if it's important for their growth right? You know, listening and nodding. And, you know, if you want to know more about how they're feeling, asking more or saying, wow, that must've been hard or that must've been challenging or whatever it is, but really um, allowing that, allowing them to have their own feelings and not assuming that, you know, you, you know what, how they feel reflective listening, when speaking, asking them to repeat what you said, asking them, you know, like when you're active listening, um, mirroring back through the expressions. And then if you need more clarification, asking, right, asking for more clarify, uh, clarification and just holding space for them. You know, like I was talking about my other friend that called and uh, talked for 45 minutes and before she asked about me, it's like I'm holding space for them and it's okay right? I, I know I'm going to get my turn, right? And it's okay to hold space for the person um, as, they're, as they're sharing what they want to share. And maybe they won't want to go into the story of what happened to them. They're just talking about, you know, how they're coping or how they're managing. You don't need to go into that story. What it, when we go into the stories, it might re-traumatize the person. And so it's really just about holding space and mirroring their essence for them. And then offering complete non-judgment, no judgment around it, validating their feelings and not judging them is huge, huge, huge part of that, of um, active listening and being there for, for the person without trying to fix it, without trying to fix it. Okay, I love this topic. I could go on and on, but it's time for our next break of the show. And when we return, we're going to talk about this more, a little bit more. And then I'm going to be pulling three cards for you for this next week. Uh, you're listening to Find Your Hell Yes with myself, intuitive business coach Candace McKim on Inspired Choices Network. When we return, we will continue discussing this more and I'll pull you some cards. We will be right back. Are you intuitive? We all have an intuition. And it can be even more developed for you to access for your life and your business. Sometimes we follow our intuitive guidance, and sometimes we don't. However, when you find your hell yes, it's impossible to ignore. Tuning in to find your hell yes with intuitive business coach Candace McKim, you will strengthen your intuition and then receive guidance and support to courageously follow your own intuitive hits. Listen for Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim, Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. This is Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim. To participate in the program and have an Oracle card read for you, 
Join the live studio audience in the chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to info at Now back to the program. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. So before we went to break, I was giving you the steps on how to perform active listening, leaning in, maintaining eye contact, nodding slightly, showing interest, having compassion on your face and not wanting to fix things for people. This is one of the things that, um, you know, we've talked about for a while in my world anyway, about how men have that when they're listening to women, they want to fix it, where women are listening and are showing empathy. And so just noticing that, you know, if, if your partner's going into that wanting to help you fix it, you know, knowing that that's where they're at, and it's okay, that that's okay, as well, that they really care about you and just are wanting to take your pain away. Um, As a mom, I I've done that myself. I just want to take my kids pain away. And, but reminding yourself that it's, 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 it's so much more powerful just to listen to them and not try to fix it for them. And also remind them how much you they mean to you. All right, let's go into our card readings. I'm going to draw three cards. And if you're listening, if you're on live, put in the chat, body, mind, or spirit, and I will draw a card for you. And otherwise, I'm going to draw three cards for for you. And I'm going to bring in the cards with this topic of active listening. And you can take it with you for this week. All right, that first card, that is our number one. Okay, corpse pose, rest and recovery, Shavasana. All right, so this is where we hear, you know, when we're also talking about listening, it's listening to your intuition, listening to the messages you're getting from source, listening to what your body wants. I've been going through that through that this week is really listening. What does my body want? Yesterday, I was not hungry at all. It was 33 degrees here. It was hot. I just was not hungry. And so it's listening to that part, like listening to what your body wants from you. You know, your body wants you to move, then move your body. Your body wants, you know, um, to rest to meditate, to, um, you know, to, to eat certain foods or not eat certain foods and just really listening to what your body wants. And it's, uh, maybe your body is saying it needs to, it needs to have a rest. It needs to, um, slow down and take some time for recovery. And this is the most important yoga posture of all yoga postures. This is Shavasana. And, um, you know, it's, it's after we've worked our muscles and uh, worked ourselves during our yoga class that then our yoga practice, that then it's time to start to heal and to allow the muscles to start to recover and to, to heal. And so taking this into your everyday life and knowing that um, listening to your body this week is what I really want you to do. And it's in the body placement. So listen to your body. What does she want for you right now? All right, body, mind card, sacral chakra, Svadhisthana chakra, sacral chakra, second chakra, creativity, sensuality, intimacy. And this is the mind placement. Let me read this one. I want to read this one. That's number 34 in the deck. My deck of cards can be, you can be find them on my website, candicemckim.com. The link is in the uh, notes, show notes. Svadhisthana chakra, sacral chakra, 
is represented by the color orange. The element is water and the scent is neroli. The sacral chakra represents our sexuality, passion, emotions, creativity, and desires. Here is where we become intimate and embrace our sensuality. When we are open and vulnerable, we go past the ego and detach from the outcome into the true essence of creativity. How do you show up creatively? What brings you pleasure? Are you able to get intimate? When we are passionate, all transformation flows effortlessly. Increase sensuality, beauty, and creativity in your environment by buying flowers, listening to your favorite music, dancing, and making love. Enjoy your own femininity by wearing beautiful clothes, curling your hair, and applying some gloss. Enhance cycles through the sacral chakra as positive, peaceful, feminine, and natural. And the affirmation is, I flow easily and effortlessly as I enjoy and celebrate my sexuality. But what I'm picking up here for you for this week is the creativity, right? Nonverbal communication is what we're talking about. So how can you get creative and showing your nonverbal communication in through your creative outlets, through dancing, through music, through singing, through art, through whatever gets you juiced up creatively. And um, so that's what I, I, I'm picking up for this card. And it's the mind. So when your mind starts to, um, it, when you start to feel like, oh, I'm not being seen, I'm not being heard, get creative, get creative. When your mind tells you you're not being seen, you're not being heard, allow yourself to really shine and get creative. All right, spirit card, throat chakra. We're doing lots on the chakras today. All right, throat chakra, communication, truth, and authenticity. <laughs> okay, you can't make this shit up, right? Throat chakra is about communication. And part of communication is listening. And this is what we're talking about today, is that the beautiful art of listening is so important. So communication, it's speaking your truth, right? It's being authentic in your, in your speech. And um, I didn't tap onto that today because I was talking more about listening, but listening to other people and trusting your gut when you're listening to other people that, oh, that's their truth. That is their need. That's what they need right now. Right. And so again, this, <laughs> this throat chakra is one mouth, two ears, listen twice as much as you speak. And um, yeah, I think that's amazing. I think that is absolutely perfect for us. Oh my gosh, this has been so much fun. Next week's show is, um, next week's show is Clarity, Confidence, Connection for Badass Women. Thank so you for I listening your... to the Find Your Hell Yes show. Candace McKim returns Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. Until then, courageously follow your intuition into creating a life that is full of hell yeses. Because remember, your intuition is your soul speaking to you. Thank you for listening to the Find Your Hell Yes Show. Candace McKim returns Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. Until then, courageously follow your intuition into creating a life that is full of hell yeses. Because remember, your intuition is your soul speaking to you.